Welcome to First 100K, the show where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000. Digging deep to find the tools, tactics, and superpowers that you can use to go from A to 100K. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also the owner of two co-working spaces in Tampa, Florida, where I've had the privilege of helping hundreds of entrepreneurs to start, launch, and grow successful businesses. Today, our featured guest is fearless entrepreneur, Matt Zerbin. Now, Matt is the owner of Four Edge Marketing here in Tampa, Florida, where he designs, develops, and grows captivating brands and gives your brand the edge it needs to be noticed, to be loved, and to be remembered. I love that. And I like what you did with the gives your brand the edge, hence the name Four Edge Marketing. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks. <laughs> the most enthusiastic greeting ever right there. Okay, so Matt, let's get right into this. Take a minute. Uh, well, first off, I got to ask, are you ready to serve up some value to our amazing listeners? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'm going to need some more enthusiasm than All what right. you just showed up with. But here right. we go. All right, now I know it's midday right now, right? And, and you're probably having those midday after lunch, your body's yeah. digesting. I get it. I'm going through the same thing. So we're going to push through this because that's what yeah. entrepreneurship is, right? right? It's hustling when you don't want to hustle. Right. Boom. Matt, take a minute and share with us something personal that very few people in the business world know about you. Oh, all right. So uh, I'm an immigrant. I moved here uh, to the United States from Poland when I was 10 years old. Um, grew up in New York uh, for until I was about 22, 23 years old. And since then, I've uh, resided and built businesses here in Tampa, Florida. Sweet. Okay, let's get down to business. How much revenue did your business bring in last year? Last year? Last year. So just like that? Just like that. We get right into it here. <laughs> Approximate. Um, about 120. 120,000. Got it. And what are you on track to gross this year? Um, 150. 150. Awesome. Congrats, man. Thanks. Hey, progress, not yeah. perfection, right? Yeah. Okay, awesome. So, Matt, we love to listen to the wisdom of millionaires and billionaires, but we struggle to relate to them because 90% of us entrepreneurs are struggling to make our first $100,000. Take us back to when you were struggling to make your first 100K, paint us a vivid picture, and tell us that story. Okay. So, I've been an entrepreneur since I was pretty young. Um, I've never actually had a nine to five job. So I've always been used to, you know, kind of relying on myself and paying my own, uh, paying my own checks. Got so, that. Yeah. Um, when I came to college, one of my first gigs was an online uh, knockoff shop selling knockoff purses. No way. Uh, one of my best Such friends, a New Yorker. <laughs> one of my best friends was uh, uh, was an exchange student from China. and He's like, he, hey, Matt, I got an opportunity for he you. He lived in the knockoff uh, capital of, of the world, Guangzhou, China. Yes, and, it is. And he uh, introduced me to someone that he knew that could potentially, basically, I would set up a shop online and, um, and they would directly distribute the products 
to my customers, right? No inventory needed, no gotcha. risk, no nothing. Drop shipping. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, the business absolutely exploded. My first month, I remember I did about $62,000 in, in sales. Back then... Um, How many years ago was that? This was... Ballpark. Uh, about 12 years ago. 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Dang, that's good yeah. money right there. So, and, and how I came about to, uh, to doing this idea was I walked around the campus and I watched all these young girls with these purses, you know, on their, on their shoulders. And I looked at the prices of some of these purses and they were like 1500 bucks, $2,000. And it's money they don't even have, right? Because they're broke college students, I was like, but somehow no. their parents pay for this. I was like, no way their parents are paying for a $2,000 purse. So it okay. ends up being that probably 80%, 90% of all the purses that you see on a young girl, they're knockoffs. Ladies, are you hearing that right now? So you think that she's walking by and she's got that Louis Vuitton on her shoulder and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have that, but I'm a struggling entrepreneur with my business. I'm not making any revenue yet uh -huh. and I, I can't get that purse. Matt is telling you right now, 80% of those girls walking by. Not right now, this was 12 years ago. And let me explain. Oh, right? man, man, so, I was going somewhere so with that. 12, you just like sucked it. <laughs> you well, just took it. I want to be clear. Right now, it's really difficult for people to find these products online because, one, when the I got off? started, yeah. right, when I got started doing this, um, Google gave absolutely no restrictions as far as advertising for those type of keywords, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I wasn't representing the products as real. I was representing them as replicas, right? So right. I wasn't lying to people. They knew exactly what they were purchasing. Right, it was the language compared right. to Louis Vuitton. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. so then um, as time goes by, um, you know, Google starts hammering on on, on the knockoffs and basically they wouldn't allow you to advertise and to be on first page of Google but that was after I already shut down you know, my business so I, I went through the exciting part where yeah, yeah. I identified the need yeah. you know a lot of a lot of girls were wearing these purses and unless you're traveling to New York City and going to Canal Street you know you need a place online in order to find them and I wanted to be that guy where they buy it from. So are you listening to Matt right now and what he's saying? First thing he did, he was aware of his surroundings. Look at your surroundings. Where is there a pain point? Where is there a need that you can address? And does it excite you? Obviously, selling purses online excited Matt. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Matt, we're going to segue uh, yeah. right here because I really want to talk about your existing business. Okay. Okay, so take us back to that story of how you just crossed the $100,000 mark, right? So tell us that story of prior to 100 k Prior to 100K? Yeah, because you're at 120 now, right. right? So was that last year? Was that two years ago? It was probably three years ago. Three years ago. Uh, yeah. Probably three years ago. And I took, um, going back to some people probably don't know about me, um, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, you know, a few years back. And um, the symptoms were for a very long time that I just couldn't identify what it was. But my professional and my entrepreneurial career kind of hit hit a brick wall at some mm. point, right? So I couldn't um, couldn't really focus. You know, I had a hard time collecting enough energy. So 
So your body was literally yeah. shutting down and working against you. Exactly. So okay. for, for, for many years, I was not understanding why I couldn't get to the next level, right? I, was, I had all these ideas and get all excited about them, except my body would just kind of give up on me. And now that's an actual excuse, right? So you're you're listening right now and, and you're saying, well, you know, I have my reasons why this isn't working, et cetera. Listen, unless your body's shutting down yeah. on you like mass was, that's not a legitimate reason. Right. Okay? I, that you don't want to go out and do what it takes to get it done. Yeah. Then obviously your why is not big enough. Right. And you need a why that's bigger. So find a pain point that excites you enough yeah. that you'll literally shut your own excuses up when you start hearing them come out of you and be like, you know, I said I'm doing this, I wanna do this, this is where I'm taking it, and I'm going all the way. Matt, and it continue. also goes back to, uh, you know, a lot of people don't understand that in order to be productive or be really powerful, you need to you, you need to take care of yourself, right? You need to yeah. you need to do the right things. You can't go out for four days out of the week and get completely hammered, and then expect that the next three days out of the week you're going to be on point. You're just not. Were you following me last week? Because that's kind of <laughs> what my last week was like. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. So you know, so health is is really important. And when I found out, finally found out after many many years struggling with 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 my health and not really knowing what was going on, I finally you know took the step, went to the doctor, uh, had the MRIs done, and and the result was I had multiple sclerosis, and that was such a relief to me because before that I was like, what the heck is going on? I can't do anything about this, you know? So you had an I'm, unknown at that right. time. Now I, you had something that you could identify. I thought identify. I was taking care of my body. I thought I was doing all the right things, yet it just wasn't working. Mm. So after getting getting that news, it was, it was a huge relief. Now I know exactly what's causing it. I'm gonna spend enough time to finding out exactly what to do about it, what it is. And, and how to hopefully, you know, in my case, I feel like I'm reversing it. So okay, I feel so better than I felt 10 years ago, you know. Love it, love it, right? So I gotta stop you right there. We're gonna pause that, right? Because I think even though you're talking about your physiology, your mm -hmm. physical body, I think you, the message you're delivering right now, guys, are you hearing this right now? Connect this, Matt, for, connect this to business. The same thing you were just saying, right? You had an unknown, yeah. Right? You research the research. Mm -hmm. Why isn't this working? I don't know why it's not working. Are you seeing similarities in business? Right? Right? Yeah. Connect that for us. As far as? As far as, right, that was your physical body. Yeah. And then what about the struggles as an entrepreneur wrestling with our first $100,000 to get over that that uh, that uh, boundary, right? And we don't know why it's not working. Oh, yeah. Why am I not making money? Why this? Why that? Pretty much we're saying all the same things you were just saying about MS, we yeah. say about business. So connect that for us. So uh, to be an entrepreneur, it's it's extremely hard. That's why not many people choose that route, right? They get a nine to five because it's easier. There's a, there's a, there's a certain amount of pain points that most people will give up before they can break through, right? And it's the same thing with me. Um, I was dealing with a lot of issues as far as you know, not being able to wake up in the morning, not being able to uh, to function to my hundred percent, right, and do all the things I needed to do, even on a very, very um, uh, personal level, like going to the grocery store or doing doing chores around the house. It was it was a hassle, right? So. Um, 
as an entrepreneur, we deal with similar situations, maybe not with health, but with things that just hit us over the head. We have an idea, we spend a bunch of money on it, right? And then we find out that it's, it's really slow, <laughs> right? It takes a really, really freaking, a lot of time. And, and that, I believe that's why most entrepreneurs fail, or I shouldn't say fail, they give up. It's because they, they don't, yeah. and, and, and the reason before, it's they have to have a very strong why. If you don't have a strong why, you're not gonna break through that wall, right? Yeah, so you had a strong why with your MX, right? Yeah. Because your strong why was, shoot, I need to function in life. Right? Yeah. It was kind of life or death, right? So connect that for us in business, right? So in your current business, Forage mm -hmm. Marketing, um, speak to us about that, right? How did you use some of those lessons you learned in conquering your MS and learning to thrive mm -hmm. with that, that health condition and then applying that to your business right now? Okay. Why is it working? Why is it successful? How'd you do that? So one of my passions a lot of times is um, helping business owners kind of find their why. Right. Mm -hmm. When when I have a meeting with a client and we're going over some branding strategies, my m most important thing that I need to gather out of the meeting is like their core value. Right. Something that they're not even realizing that they're very special about and they're different from other businesses and their competitors. I have to kind of suck that out of them. Right. Because if I can do that then we can have a very, very focused meeting about what we need to do in order to have their brand stand out, be unique in the marketplace, and stand for something, right? So mm. a lot of times I kind of awaken them mm. to, to their business possibilities just by sucking out the special, because every, every, every company is, has something special, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's the, it's the culture inside of the people that they hired, you know, or whether it's the products or the services, um, or or that they're just passionate about, you know, solving problems for. Mm -hmm. There's something always there, and a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners kind of, you know, just deal with business. They go through daily life and just they have to get stuff done, right? And a lot of times, someone needs to come in and say, "You're really special," you know, your business is different than your competitor's business because of a, B, and C, right? Mm. And when you bring that out of it, you get a new, ju just like me, you know, you get new life, new excitement, mm. you know? I didn't really understand this, Matt. You, you really brought this out mm. of us, and now we have a true, you know, focus to focus on and to target our marketing around this message of how special we are. So right there, like, the way you're occurring to me uh, shows me your specialness. Yeah. Right there. Because like I could say right now as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking to myself, and I know you listening are thinking to yourself, man, I, this guy's passion in wanting to help me win, at wanting to show me my specialness about my product, my service, or me in general as the owner of the business, I want to hire him. And right there, you're standing out in your marketplace right on this podcast. So that's an awesome example, I think. And that was genuine. Like yeah. You're kind of... You're a little, I'm sitting here with yeah. you, right? Face to face and, and you're a little flush in the yeah. face because you're speaking with such yeah. passion yeah. right now. This is real, you're yeah. being authentic. So that's pretty awesome. All right, we're gonna jump a, a little bit here. All right, so describe to us the biggest fail you've had before making your first 100K in this uh, business. 
in in the business that I'm currently yeah, in. Yeah, everything we're gonna talk about is about four edge marketing right now, okay? So your biggest fail in this business before you uh, made your first 100K? The biggest fail I, really the failure was not being able to get to the next step. That was my biggest failure is trying and not being able to get there. Trying to get to a point where I'm after, finally after a bigger client so I can mm. get more revenue in and start hiring people mm. and not being able, you know, to get there. And part of it was because obviously I was dealing with some health issues mm. and I was having a lot of issues. Um, but really, I mean, I've been doing this for a very long time, you know, and I've always enjoyed doing it. So I can't really look back and see like I failed at this. I'm still doing, I'm still mm. pushing forward. You know, mm. I haven't changed careers. I haven't done anything different. You haven't quit. I haven't quit. And, and you know what? You're an entrepreneur who gets that, right? When I say the word fail, you're connecting. The only thing that means fail is quitting. Right. Right. When an entrepreneur quits, that's the only time they actually fail. Right. right? What I'm talking about is failing forward. Right. So just lightening that up a little. Right. So failing forward and, and you're like, yeah, I've, I've had some downs. I've had some whatever, but I'm still going. I'm still working. So we all have fears, Matt. Right. What fear was holding you back from winning at that time in your business? Uh, and get, get real, get vulnerable. OK, because so, they're listening right now uh, and. and they're so, saying, man, I got some fears. So bringing back to when I had my first taste of success, when I was in school, when I was in college, mm -hmm. there was really a little that caused a lot of fear in me, right? I was a risk taker. There wasn't mm -hmm. a lot on the line. If, I, if, if this website failed, you know, what am I going to lose? So mm -hmm. at the point where I got engaged... At the point where I had my first child, mm. that's when it started getting real, right? That's when you started to evaluate all your entrepreneurial risk tendencies, mm. and and so think now you about had it. something to lose. Exactly, family. Where before you didn't. It was just me, myself, and I, right, right? as a single guy. Yeah. If I, I throw, that. if I go all in and throw this fifty grand on this idea, you know, what is it going to do to my family? If it fails, you know, Matt, you, this, the way that's occurring to me right now is is telling me, hey, Joseph, you need to go get married. And yeah. you, you, I would probably be more successful at what I'm doing. Because Actually, then I'd have you something should be to taking lose. more risk, Joseph, since you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. So you're listening right now um, to the host, Joseph Warren, getting called out by one of his guests. So thank you, Matt, for calling me out. <laughs> and I agree with you 100%. So it's fantastic. OK, cool. So um, biggest fear uh, what all right speak to me about that you know that little voice we have in the back yeah. of our head uh -huh. right that says you're not good enough you're gonna fail you're gonna whatever right so you you have your family now you have risk mm -hmm. what what was the voice specifically telling Matt Zervin back then you mean um, the, the fear voice the fear voice yeah what was it saying articulate the words for us because ah, so, I know you're listening right now and you probably have the same fear as Matt so go ahead Matt so it was my thought always came back to the first time I got real taste at success right first month of launching a website made 60 grand right so um, so I always went back to that time and when I try to convince myself that I can do it again, the voice would be like, you're not, you, you're not in college anymore. You, you know, you have a family now. You, you got have bills to pay. Yeah. You, you can't take, take that type of risk, you know? And um, 
And I really regret that because I, I, I truly believe that if I didn't listen to that voice, I would be in a much better shape right now. You know, mm. so, so the voice kind of won over, you know, at, at that point. But uh, I'm, I've learned enough to know that it's not going to do it again. So, Amen to that. Yeah. No, no, that's real. That is so real. It's like comparing, you know, at 19 years old, I started um, a, a business with some partners and we did $2 million in 12 months. We were like, what the heck did we just build, right? And uh, we felt like the luckiest guys. And then every business since then, I have compared to that level of success. Mm -hmm. And because I didn't do millions in yeah. the first year, I felt like a failure yeah. in every business. Does it mean I was? No. I stuck it out. Some of them I did you know, six figures yeah. multiple times. And I was doing well compared to the rest of America but not compared to my earlier younger yeah. self. What yeah. the F, man? And, and when things kind of work out very easily, you know, whether it's luck or just chance when yeah. we're young. Or timing, yeah. That also affects how, you know, we make decisions in, in the future because, you know, I went back to that time where I simply just launched a website, saw an opportunity, and all of a sudden it just exploded. Yeah, people and started giving you cash. And I was like, oh, cash. business must be this easy yeah. when it's not. Why you are know, in reality, not it's more not. people entrepreneurs? It's like, this took me like a day, and I got money coming in. Yeah. Like, duh. And, it, and it's not like that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you had timing and opportunity uh, showed up and met at the same time. Yeah. So, as did I, right? Okay, so Matt... Now I'd like to uh, like you to describe an aha moment that inspired your biggest win and pushed you over the one hundred thousand dollar mark. The aha moment would be um, I guess price, you know, pricing my services. Mm. you know before I mean, uh, believe a couple of weeks ago with one of my first clients we actually had had lunch and it was when I got into the web design field I charged them $350 to build a website I I within that $350 I gave away web hosting for free I mean this is a client that I've done business with a long time ago it was like when I first got started right I was hungry for money Right. I was so hungry. I was probably like desperate. So you undervalued yourself. I undervalued myself so mm -hmm. much. Um, so you're listening right now. Are you undervaluing yourself with your clients? Yeah. So, you know, as time went by, I just educated myself more about how to properly price it. There's a customer for every price point, right? Mm. And, well said. Yeah. And, and, and depending on the confidence that you portray, whether it's in a meeting or, um, you can get $5,000 or $500 for that same type of service. Exactly the same, everything the same. It's how do you package it, how do you present it. Right. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was my aha moment that, you know, I don't need to be charging $350 and giving, giving up the house with it, you know, just to get business. But it did work out in, in, in a lot of ways because web design wasn't the only thing I offered. You know, mm -hmm. I've built long-term relationships with those clients and that client still does a lot of business with me. So, so at the cool. end of the day, um, so nothing's you know, wasted, right? Nothing's wasted. No. Especially when it comes to relationships. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like that. Man. So Matt, it's really easy to have aha moments and then do nothing about it, but it's much harder to execute and make it real, right? 
all of us, we struggle with that. Walk us through the details of exactly how you made it happen, that first 100,000. Like, walk us through that. Okay. So, I mean, it, was, it's, it, it wasn't on one deal. It wasn't on one client. Um, it was after, I, after the diagnosis, after I've spent enough time trying to educate myself on how to feel better, how to take care of my body, and um, even reverse some of the major symptoms that I've had uh, for many years. After I accomplished that, then I've had enough energy and enough you know, focus now. My brain was finally, finally in probably eight years or so working on all cylinders. Wow. So that just kind of, it got me really excited, you know, because all of a sudden, you know, my thoughts were able to, uh, to put things together and I was able to express, you know, physically, um, not just being excited in my mind, but I was able to wake up in the morning and actually go after what I told myself I needed to do. So after that moment, um, I just started grinding. I mean, I started grinding. I started having a lot of meetings. I mean, I joined local networking groups. Mm -hmm. You know, I started networking a lot. You pulled me into some of them. Yeah, I pulled you into some of them. That's right. Because I was thinking I was too good for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for that, Matt. So, so I just, I just grind it. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of things. I mean, the little publication that I launched, uh, you know, a few years ago. Um, so I was doing a lot of different things, but all of them were really had the same purpose in mind was to generate relationships, was to meet other business people, is yeah. to, um, is to get my name out there, you know? So that was the aha moment. And that's how I started really um, you know, getting the business that I wanted is really just hustling the streets. Okay, got it. And building those relationships. So this may be redundant or maybe yes. a summary of what you just said. Looking back at your first 100K, in your opinion, what was the number one thing that got you over the hurdle? The number one thing? Uh, was it a mindset shift? Was it uh, a deal that you busted your butt for? Was it just not quitting? What was it, right? I'm not giving you an answer. I'm just kind of phrasing the question. It was mindset, mindset meeting action, right? Yeah. Without the action, I mean, I've had the mindset for a long time, but because of some limitations, I wasn't able to put the action in. Mm. And, you know, I, I'm amazed that some of some of the gurus that talk about, you know, just, just visualize it, right? Yeah, just visualize it. I mean, it, it is important to visualize and to be positive and to f think about the things that you want to accomplish, but sure. without actually putting the work in and putting the action in, um, it's just not going to happen. And when you put in the action, when you put in the effort, even the things that you never thought about bringing in start coming in, right? Mm. It's like the energy starts kind of attracting other opportunities, mm -hmm. right? Um, and especially if you're in the business of helping other people, mm -hmm. whether you're in marketing like I am, or you're in another field that's really focused around helping people, taking a lot of action and trying to help as many people as possible, I mean, it breeds a lot of you know, good things. So, so hear, what Matt, hear what Matt is saying right now. You know, what, what I'm hearing him say is that, listen, it was two things, guys. It wasn't just that I created uh, the vision of where I wanted to take my company. 
But I did that. Yeah, that was cool. I visualized it. This is what I want. But then I reverse engineered it back and said, okay, what are the specific actions that I need to do in order to get there? And then I woke up each day energized and took consistent action, not just action, consistent action towards the goal. What's the one next right move I can do today mm -hmm. that gets me to the next right move? Yeah tomorrow that gets me to the next right move on Thursday etc 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 so Matt I love that I think that was a great like summary right there Matt what was the best uh, advice you received pre 100k oh, best advice I've ever received is to never focus about money that mm. money is a natural result of providing value right yeah so a lot of people they become obsessed with focusing on the money aspect that they they literally become a little bit corrupt <laughs> because what they don't understand is that money is a natural result of providing especially in business or in what I do money is a natural result of providing value so can I jump in there? So what I'm hearing you say is that, uh, Joseph, if you provide value, the money will show up. Exactly. Right? If you chase the value, the money will show up. If you chase the money, greed will show up. You become corrupt. Which leads to corruption. And then you, That's you, a very important distinction you just is. made. Yeah. That was very philosophical. Yeah. On my show here, which is <laughs> non-philosophical. I have other shows for that. Okay, cool, bro. I like that. Uh, Share with us one of your daily habits back then that helped you to get to where you are today. So one thing that really, really helps me every single morning before I do any, anything else, I wake up kind of earlier than everyone else and I literally sit my butt up, whether it's on a bed or I go downstairs and I just do about 10 minutes of meditation. Um, How do you not of, fall back asleep? That's a personal question for me. Well, <laughs> if you do it lying down, you're going to fall asleep. You that gotta, is my problem. You got to sit in a position where if you fall asleep, you're going to you're going to fall on your head. For me, right? that would be like hanging upside down or something. That yeah. Would be the, okay. So it um, it really sets a different tone for your day if you do that. Hmm. It kind of balances you. And for me, you know, um, managing my stress is is huge for yeah. my health yeah. and being able to actually have that energy if i get too stressed out you know i get fatigued and you know, so it um once i started doing that i started seeing um a lot of things just happening throughout the day a lot of energy a lot mm. of focus um, so just to clarify you were doing that uh prior to making your first hundred thousand correct no, that's what I started That daily doing. habit. Yeah. You were doing that back then though. Uh, and you're still doing it. Is that what the question was? That was the question. <laughs> this, the, so I, Matt, our show is called First 100K. Okay. I'm messing with you right now. Okay. So a daily habit, because listen, that's a great yeah. daily habit, but if someone's struggling to get over the $100,000 mark, that's not helpful, right? It, if you're doing it now, but you weren't doing it then. Mm -hmm. What was the daily habit you were doing then, then that got you to where you are right now? Oh yeah, so that I, I did same thing. Answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we you were doing. Each other. Yeah. Man, I love you, bro. Okay, <laughs> so uh, what is your favorite website, app, or digital resource, and why? Website, app, 
or digital resource. resource. Yeah. Digital resource. Something that you use to help you so grow your business. Many. That's what's been um, an important one that you would recommend. I love the website Social Media Examiner. It's probably the top uh, resource for social media marketing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a true believer that social media is really changing the game of marketing. So anyone that's in business needs to be really, really, um, you know, focused on understanding, you know, how to utilize it. Uh, so I definitely go through the website a lot and there's a lot of good content. As far as apps, um, it doesn't have to be one of each. Okay. Yeah, just that's good. Yeah, that's All cool. Right. All right, Matt, we're headed into the hustle round. Hustle. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so I'm going to ask you 12 quick fire questions. You'll have three seconds to answer each. Okay. Ready, set, go. Here we go. Matt, what's your favorite sound? Mm. Love it. What's your least favorite sound? Complaining. <laughs> when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? An entrepreneur. What are you most afraid of? Losing a loved one. Hmm. What did you spend too much time doing your first year in business? Um, probably watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know you're listening right now and you just heard watching TV. See? He spent too much time watching TV. If you're spending too much time watching TV... Hey, when you're fatigued and you're on the couch... And you're now listen, going. Matt had a reason why he's spending too much time watching TV. Nah, what is your reason? reason? Matt, what secret fear do you have about people? About people? <sighs> that they live without purpose that's a fear what's your secret fear kinda, about people it kind of is because you? if you live without purpose it kind of makes you a kind of cold person it makes you kind of you know like if you don't enjoy life and what you do um you, you know those people those people are kind of miserable so those people scare you <laughs> yeah they gotcha. scare me uh what do you wish you had learned sooner in business um How to manage money how to mm. how to scale right how to how to go from just being you know a solopreneur or by yourself to scaling the business I'm still trying to learn that actually I get that yeah what is a new habit that you want to form new habit that I want to form is being very consistent about exercise I think exercise plays a huge role in you know our uh, mental well-being and um, you know I, I do it but I'll do it for one or two weeks and then I'll take another two weeks off so I have a hard time being consistent with it got it what is a bad habit that you want to break that I want to break I like how you repeat every one of my questions thank you <laughs> a bad habit I want to break um, reacting too fast especially at home you know to like rather some, than responding yeah just like calculated yeah. yeah and sometimes misunderstanding you know and then that leads to more uh, yeah right? exactly Got it. pick three words to describe who you are now um driven um 
focused and happy. Pick three words to describe who you were back then. Miserable, <laughs> confused, and lazy. Wow, what a difference, contrast. Yeah. Imagine sometime in the distant future and there you are standing in front of your tombstone. Read to me what it says on it. He was a badass. And if, final question, Matt, if you could come back to life and tell your family and friends only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Find your purpose. Say that again louder, my friend. Find your purpose. Love it, bro. Matt, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you? Uh, you can uh, visit me on my website and email me through there, foredgemarketing.com, or you can just email me at matt at foredgemarketing.com. That's foredgemarketing.com, the number four, edgemarketing.com. Matt, thanks for joining us today, and I wish you peace, love, and superpowers. Thanks. Cool, man. Head over to first100k.com for even more tools, tactics, and tricks that you can use to go from A to 100K. I'm Joseph Warren, and you are made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you on the next show. Cheers.